Born from our experiences as explorers and forged by a commitment to the positive change we want to see in the world. This is the Adventure Activist Podcast. Welcome to the Adventure Activist Podcast. I'm your host, Terry O'Connor. This is a place for influential athletes, adventurers, and activists to share their journeys, their inspiration, and deconstruct how they're adding more meaningful value to the world through their adventures. Today is episode zero, a prologue, a welcome of sorts. It's my story, but it's also the story of how we here at The Adventure Activist came to be and why we were inspired to interview the amazing adventurers you'll find in the weeks to come. Enjoy. Adventure anyone? Why does that simple invitation dilate our pupils? raise the hair on our skin and make us lean in. And what does this word conjure up for you? Is it a bold or risky undertaking or a unique experience in a remote corner of the world? And why is the term referenced nearly 1.4 million times an hour in our modern storytelling? I'd like to explore these questions on a journey, showing how adventure connects us, makes us better people, and perhaps can make for a better world. My journey has taken me to the North Ridge Mount Everest. Sounds adventurous, perhaps heroic. Well, let me start by sharing a few secrets. The mind does not always feel heroic on adventure. And in that year, high on the shoulder of Mount Everest, the truth is, I was terrified. Just two weeks before that day in that summit attempt, I had received terrible news. Scratchy and broken through a satellite phone transmission at advanced base camp. That's how I found out Charlie was dead. My dear friend had just had his last climb and tragically died in an avalanche accident high in the Canadian Rockies while I was away high in the Himalaya. So with these thoughts in my head swirling, I'm now a conflicted climber, methodically punching one cramp on in front of the other. I grab my oxygen mask and give it a squeeze, crunching off the ice, building at the corners. I take a deep breath, and the sweet cool passes over my lips. I never thought oxygen could taste so good. I never thought oxygen had a taste. Is that a good thing? Why, after losing Charlie, am I instinctually drawn like a moth to the flame to this summit? Why am I doing this? 
the debate continued with each footstep. Until 29,000, 29 feet. Until I finally found myself with nothing else to climb. Staring out over the world from that place where earth ends and sky begins. Awestruck. Then came a surprise. Here at the top of the world, why did my thoughts turn to a Tibetan woman named Pasang? She too had just passed away that year from a heart disease easily preventable here in the developed world. And I felt sorrow for her loss, but more an intense gratitude for my time spent with her in my previous years in the Himalaya, caring for the people in her neglected village high on the Tibetan Plateau. And I curiously felt very compelled to go there again. And I was overwhelmed by a desire to hug my dad, who in my youth was my shark in the pool, my grizzly bear playing with me in checkerboard slacks, the man who taught me that fear is real but could be stared down, perhaps even played with. There on the summit, I thought about what my father did for me, about how much I wished I could have been there for him a year prior, to remind him that he too could stare down his own fear before he decided to take his own life, to tell him what he meant to me and how much I love him. I connected to the lives and losses of others when I was having this peak experience of my own? And why did adventure get me to that place? I tell my story because the value of adventure is misunderstood. Externally, many just see risk and adventure as a fool's errand, to prove ourselves, perhaps. But there is this internal journey, a secret and private transcendence that makes these peak experiences stand out from everyday events and makes us want to transcend again. And here's another secret. This hunger for adventure doesn't have to be satiated or quenched by climbing Mount Everest or skiing down a mountain. DRD4, that's the name of the adventure gene in our DNA. We all have it. Postulated by many to be one of the reasons why our ancestors pushed forth across the oceans, deserts, and Arctic tundra. A dopamine-related gene linked to novelty, risk-taking, adventuring. What makes us strive for rarefied experience and what makes adventure imagery so captivating is that we are in fact hardwired to experience that warm glow of satisfaction when we satiate the adventure gene. That glow, that feeling is being in awe. That sense of wonder we feel in the presence of something unique or so vast that it transcends our understanding of the world. Why have we evolved to be hardwired for adventure? Well, 
something magic happens with the awe we find on our journeys, which connects us and which is good for the species. For evidence, let's consider an image so awe-inspiring, a product of the modern era's grandest adventure, which became the most reproduced photograph in history, the blue marble, our first full image of Earth from the NASA Apollo 17 mission in 1972. So awe-inspiring it became synonymous with a phenomenon defined by all who captured this view with their own eyes. The overview effect. Edgar Mitchell, Apollo 14 astronaut, described it best when he said, you develop an instant global consciousness, a people orientation, an intense dissatisfaction with the state of the world and a compulsion to do something about it. This curious translation of awe to altruism has recently become the focus of academic investigation. In experiments, we are finding that awe, like a community or religious experience, helps us to bind to others, motivating us to act in collaborative ways. We have found that individuals who experience awe more often in life share more resources and sacrifice more for others. And the effect can be instantaneous. In one study, participants were asked to either look up into the tall trees situated on a campus or look at the blank facade of a nearby science building. Then a planned accident occurred. A person walking by stumbled and dropped a handful of pens. Compared to the others, participants who had spent the minute looking up at the tall trees picked up more pens and offered more help to the other person. Could it be that we have evolved in community because of awe, for it motivates people to offer a helping hand? Can feeling awe enhance the greater good and therefore be good for the species? Can an adventurous life, a life in pursuit of awe, therefore not be selfish, but actually selfless? Look, we are hardwired for adventure, and in adventure we find awe, and awe benefits us all by orienting our actions towards the lives and needs of those around us. So, back to Everest. What was one of the most significant events in my life was really about feeling insignificant, but connected to something greater. Since then, I've tried to refine this fabric by practicing a path of personal adventure woven with a life of service. Park ranger, physician, relief worker. It's led me from the high Himalaya to the slums of Calcutta. But I'm not the only one to have this path, and I'm only one story and I'm still learning. On that path, I've started this podcast, interviewing some of the world's most accomplished adventurers. So far, I've learned how a professional climbing career, the loss of a friend and husband inspired a vocational school to train and promote safety for the climbing Sherpa in Nepal. I've learned how the search for awe has led to partnerships for Porter's progress and welfare in the high reaches of Pakistan. I've learned how adventure has led to the removal of unexploded ordnance from the war-torn plains of Laos and relief for the widowed families of mountain workers in the high Himalaya. And I'm looking forward to learning more. So what do I hope for you? Whether you find awe looking at the trees, the night sky, or high in the mountains, these moments will always be oxygen for our souls. I just challenge you to remember why you feel that way. 
Perhaps our journeys are less about what we have achieved, but more about who we are about to become, what we will give in return. When you find your calling, share your story. Let's all inspire adventures for a better world. And to learn more about our group and what we do, go to www.theadventureactivist.org or find us on Instagram at The Adventure Activist. If this episode inspired and added value to your life and passions, please consider making a donation. Even a dollar an episode would be incredible. If nothing else, follow us for future episodes on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever else you find podcasts. Give us a good review, share with your friends. Your support means so much. Thanks all, and keep adventuring.